0: In breaking news, Rachel's story time will be read by me, Ian Whaley, award-winning newsman. Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Mad Boulevard, it's Paul and Z, hi Z.
1: You know what I can't wait for on TV tonight? Paul when TV news tells us that today was hot. Uh. <laughs> I know they've got an hour to fill. I know it can't all be ISIS.
2: But don't you find that you talk about it when it's hot? And I realise when the words are coming out of my mouth, I'm like, wow, have Plus One and I run out of conversation? you become the weather people. Yeah, I'm, yeah we're the weather people. It's like, oh, it's hot today, isn't it? As soon as those words are coming out of my mouth, I think that's it. But hang on, speaking of outside,
1: mm. major, major council works out the front of the Corbe Residence. Massive. Uh, you know, can't park here. No. Nah.
2: What's going on? We're having a bit of a footpath renewal. Oh. It wasn't even a bad footpath, but they've come through because they wanted to put garden beds around the trees. Uh. <laughs> so we've had three weeks of me. <laughs> <laughs> At seven thirty in the morning, kick-off until whenever it finishes at night. Why couldn't they just cut into the
1: existing concrete?
2: Because they've got money to burn. Yeah, correct. And you know they've got twelve blokes. Yep. they've
1: got you know a Swedish Sheila doing the stop go sign.
2: They've got people on guard because clearly they're putting down concrete and they don't want anybody doing the old <laughs> dick and balls mm. in the old you know wet well, you, concrete. You live here, <laughs> exactly. I've <laughs> you tried would have done it too. I've tried a couple of times. You've
1: gone dick balls plus one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Forever, <laughs> but they actually employ uh, not one but two people to sit by the wet concrete until it dries. Are you serious? So we've got people sitting outside our house until 8 or 9 o'clock at night until they get concrete dry. All right, we can go home so, now. So hang
1: on. So a couple of Tongan security guards. It's security guards? <laughs> it's,
2: no, they, it's always a couple of Sheilas. Now, I wondered whether it was two-by-two two Noah style because they're less likely to put one lady worker in case something goes wrong. I don't know whether it's a protection thing or something whether one dude could fend for himself but they feel a bit weird leaving one lady out there. But hang on.
1: Wait, wait, wait. What do they think that, that that some criminal gang is going? You know what? We're done with murder.
2: We're done
1: with breaking in. We're done with random kidnappings. We're going to start putting dick and balls on the side of the road.
2: Maybe the females in the council positions is just a fairly fresh concept for council, right? Mm. Maybe they're still sort of coming to terms with what it's like having a female on the work site. Maybe someone's there in his cushy chair in council just going, okay, we've got these women. I know that women like to go to the toilet together. Maybe we've always got to schedule them (laughs) on shift together too.
0: (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach.
2: My best mate's um, brother, his kid fell off the monkey bars and broke her wrist. Pretty much off. Essentially, like it wasn't hanging off, but I'm talking like it was a clean, see you later. If it wasn't for skin, your hand would be over there. Greg Norman style. Yes, it was off. Now, I reckon I am whiz bang in a crisis. I reckon you put me in a situation where help is needed, then I'm onto it. As long as there's no spiders. As long as there's no (laughs) spiders, but also as long as there's no blood breaks gore of any kind. These are most of the crises
1: (laughs) that you... Exactly! I mean, like, like, okay, there's lots of manila folders on the ground, probably not a crisis. (laughs) Like, if you have to run into a burning building, you might see a little bit of
2: blood. This is what I mean. If you have an emotional crisis, I can talk it through with you. I'm a level head that you can discuss things with. But if you fall out a window and impale yourself on the the pole of the street lamp below... (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to help you off. And the thing with having children is this shit happens all the time. Yes,
1: absolutely. There's absolutely.
2: breaks and scrapes and cuts and bruises and they're getting hurt all the time. And kids look to you for your reaction to see whether they're supposed to cry or not. And if mummy's having a melt... <laughs> oh, 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 no! <laughs> it, exactly. What are you doing? Quick, let me blog about it. <laughs> Exactly. Then you're in trouble, right? And I'm fearful that I'm not going to be able to hold myself together when little R. Corbett falls off the monkey bars.
1: Okay, that's it. I think the greatest injury your kid will ever have will be falling off the step in the step class. (laughs) I reckon that's number one. Yep, okay. Okay.
2: But number two... Or cutting their mouth on a particularly hard piece of gluten-free bread.
1: Correct. (laughs) I wish I knew taste. When docs turn up and all they bring is Pringles. (laughs) On Twitter at
2: Paul and Rage. Hey, this is going to pee you off, and I just want to tell you it because I think it's funny. Goldie Horn and Kate Hudson came out and said that they can both see dead people. What? They see energy, apparently. A fifth energy. Mm-hmm. They say it's not really seeing, it's more of a feeling.
1: I'm feeling, this is bullshit. <laughs>
2: Get
1: the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Celebrity News Time Rage.
0: Celebrity
2: News Time Rage.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing pop culture. This is bigger than pop culture. Oh yeah, it's you the really Clini wedding.
2: You've never liked pop culture. I' have sung along passionately
0: <laughs>
1: for. What feels like years. <laughs> what feels like a very, very long, long time. time. George Clooney got married.
2: God help me. Hasn't this been big in the news? Crazy. Because all the ladies have been going, Oh my God, he's untamable. He's the stallion that just won't quit. Yes. And the reality is that this happens all the time. Dudes, until they meet that woman that goes, You're the one flop about and, you know, and go with a whole bunch of women because they haven't met somebody that's made them pull up stumps and go, yeah. But also,
1: let's look at the back catalogue of some of the people that he has uh, dated, you know, fine. And God loves Stacey Keebler. But I don't quite know what Stacey Keebler had going for her, apart from Awesome Legs. She was the old wrestling sheila that he was with oh, for a little while.
2: Yes. You know, a
1: lot of actressy types, whatever, whatever. Yeah. This is a proper international lawyer. Like, yeah. he, it, it seems to me that she's very much the, you know, running for politics. Oh, yeah. Sort of like next stage of his life. Mm-hmm. I want to do something more substantive. Yeah. I need to spend intellectual match. Anyway, who gives a f-
0: <laughs> about all of
1: that? Yeah. I don't know that this is the most trusting fellow that when you invite people to your own wedding, that you say to them, and the rules were, leave your mobile phone at the hotel room. If you have to, all right, you can bring it to the venue, but it can't come any further than the front gate. They were then given special mobile phones that they could use to ring each other while they were at the wedding for a couple of days in Venice. But also, all of these phones had a little code in them that if somebody forwarded a photo that they sent to a media or their own mobile phone, or essentially if they stole an image from the wedding, George would know who stole the image and who sent it out. Now, this is all very thorough and all very smart because he's probably done some magazine deal for $12 trillion. But why would you invite somebody to your wedding if If you you couldn't trust them with images? Because presumably this bloke, he's so uber famous Mm -hmm. that there are Oscar winners who he would leave off. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah, there's totally. no courtesy invites when you're at the top yeah, of the tree yeah, like yeah. him.
2: If you are going to invite people to your wedding you don't want them to just hand out 300 Nokia 5110s. Yeah, correct. You know, things are getting boring. They can play a bit of Snake. Correct. But they can't take any photos and send them on.
1: Okay, but here's the bit that I do find a little bit wanky. Mm. Not just the A-list guest. Not just the boats in Venice up and down the canal. But he's having a second wedding. Yeah. So he's doing the multiple weddings, multiple days, multiple ceremonies thing. Why? I, because he can, I suppose. But I reckon that's douchey. It's, Surely you can wrap it all up in one afternoon.
2: I, I mean, You've done the thing with your wedding where you went overseas, did a super small wedding, came back at a bit of a party.
1: But let's be honest, that was mostly because I wanted some legal ambiguity about whether we were <laughs> married. <laughs> <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au.
2: What do you think about this idea, P. Mure? There is a school that is checking kids' lunch boxes, and if they see that the kids have, like, chocolate bars or um, snacks that are sugary or too salty, they have a discussion with the parents Mm. about bringing in different snacks.
1: Not a fan. Unless it's literally... You know the academy for the allergy kid. Like unless <laughs> unless they've now got special schools that are yep. so impenetrable to peanut mm-hmm. dust, the, you know it's like Bubble Boy University. Mm-hmm. Unless that's the school we're talking about, but what I'm suspecting it's just one of these sort of lefty schools that yep. thinks you know we don't need uniforms, we don't need rules, but don't bring salt and vinegar chips.
2: <laughs> what See, a load of shit! This is a part and parcel of being a kid, and who wants to turn up to somebody's house? Mm. You know, where everybody's eating, getting their lolly bags and having cake and say, oh, mum only lets me eat carrot sticks. Well, you have a good time in the corner there with no friends. Correct. Well, this is my
1: thing, too. I'm sorry to break this to some parents. Kid time is meant to be fun. Yeah, totally. I know that we think that here's a blank sheet and all the mistakes I made I'm not going to make again Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're never going to watch television, they'll never watch a bad movie. Come on. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And eating junk food is fun. Yes. Eating junk food all day, every day, will eventually lead to morbid obesity and a radio and television career.
0: (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach.
1: Hey, Rach, can you just give me a hand here? I've got to get off... The great moral high horse.
2: Oh, 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 God. Oh, oh. you (laughs) fell on me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't be breathing. (laughs) Now, okay, we are off the moral high horse. Uh Rob Mills. Oh, yeah. Past couple of days, some dickheads on Twitter and lazy people on internet news sites Mm. really tried to make a thing out of. He put a tweet out. He's a Hawthorne fan, and when Sydney was being destroyed by Hawthorne, mm-hmm. he, he puts out a tweet. Sydney cops it up the. Oh, okay, doo-dah. yeah. You mm-hmm. might have beeped that, I think. Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay, good. Um, so he's put that out as a tweet, okay? I think he even put, like, a couple of Lego figures, one being bent over and the other doing what it does.
2: Oh, okay. okay. I'm not sure that that was entirely necessary.
1: <laughs> okay, but, but, but what's the worst that is? You just go, oh, Mills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. yeah. The homophobia headline was out there. Oh, Disgraceful God. tweet that needs to be apologised for. You know, um, public hanging for this bloke. Yeah. But this was the lead story on mm. the Herald's website. Look. I'm not going to do a massive defence here of Robert Mills, but I will say this. The bloke has spent more time in musical theatre than he has <laughs> <laughs> as a rock star since winning Idol or coming second or 21st or whatever it is. That yeah, he did. do
2: you know the thing about Robert Mills that I just can never, ever separate him with? And that is the fact that he boned Paris Hilton. Good on him. I guess in some ways, because I think Paris Hilton is a complete and utter mess. Correct. You know, there's no part of me that wants to be her best friend. But no, she thinks. was a
1: big mark there for a while.
2: At that time, she was massive. I mean, it was a large leap. Yeah, correct. It was a big leap that I think deserves a pat on the back. I
1: reckon Youngest Friend of the Year. <laughs> Follow the guys on Twitter at
2: Paul Have you heard about this thing called baby role-playing? Okay. (laughs) No,
1: but is this a youporn
2: thing? No, it's not. But seriously, remember the time when the worst thing you could get up to on the internet was playing Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, correct. Like, remember when that was the worst thing you could do on a computer. Now, what is happening is people are stealing photos of people's little kids, setting up a Facebook page that is like the personality of this kid mm. and interacting with other people in the voice of an imaginary child.
0: Oh my god. This is some
2: weird shit. Oh, really? So you don't have to have kids as such. No, this this apparently a lot of it is teenagers. This is all manner of batshit crazy. So
1: I'm really hungry, or I'm
2: lonely, yes. I'm tired. Yes. Do they do the
1: baby voice? Yes. Can yes. you do a baby voice? I think you might be the only Shuler in the world who can't do one. Me? But can you do a baby voice? Yeah,
2: I can. You want me to do something? Yeah, let's go. My daddy, he works on computers, and he has a moustache and a beard, and his head's so big, he can't even wear any hats.
1: <laughs> now do a French one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, monsieur, I did not know that petit miam was high in protein <laughs> and in calcium. ha, ha, ha. Any more? <laughs> uh, I
1: need you to get changed for this. Oh,
2: no! Get the guys
1: up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. I know I've been rich on the uh, stories from somewhere else news. Yes. Chinese woman has sued a bloke for violating her right to virginity. Why? Because he made promises to her that we're going to be able to to run away together. It'll be great. We'll have a great life together. Only problem was he was kind of already married and he was cheating on his missus. Uh. So, I don't quite understand how virginity gets involved in this. Everyone's above age, but let's just leave that bit of it here. Mm-hmm. A Chinese court has turned around and said the bloke has to pay her $5,000 American dollars mm. as compensation for taking her virginity under false pretenses because she thought she was giving away her special gift to the <laughs> one she would spend the rest of her life with, but because he couldn't make that commitment, somehow it's a form of fraud and he's been fined five.
2: Things that get handed down by the court are all about restitution, right? Correct. It's all about trying to do the best that you can to reinstate them to the situation they were before they were, you know, affected by this individual's behavior. $5,000? What is she supposed to do? Like, is that the price of a Hyman hymen <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's go to Craigslist.
1: <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website au. Right, you know you're always bang up for something new? Mm. You love a new trend and you also, you know, you don't mind when it comes to health. Love a bit of a health trend. Tick, tick, tick. New Japanese cookbook.
2: Yes, what am I cooking?
1: Stuff in condoms.
2: Pardon me. Yeah, apparently
1: the ultimate way to do sushi. Yeah. Where basically you don't have to wrap it in the seaweed, you just shove it in a dom, you boil it up, and then when you're done, you squeeze it out like toothpaste and dinner's cooked.
2: My first problem with this would be... Am I wrong in thinking that there is an eau de dom? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know you know that the Dom has a certain fragrance <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that sticks around yeah. for a bit. And
1: let's be honest too, you know, there would have to be some sort of a pre wash scenario. Because depending on your brand, depending on what you're interested in, there it can be a There's a, a little fine... dusting.
2: Yeah, there is a little dusting. <laughs> dusting. It's a little weird. Is there a machine somewhere that coats them in a bit of pre-game dust? Does somebody, like, talc them like a pair of old balls or something? <laughs> but they have... I could imagine that if I cooked up a bit of sushi... You put a dome in some hot water. That essence, I mean, that's going to poach right through. You're then you've got then you've got domi sushi. Well, this is it, but apparently
1: massive thing. It is available on Amazon for two dollars ninety nine. So let's not pretend it's
0: <laughs> super <laughs> expensive here.
1: Some of the things you can cook: condom meat stuffing, of course,
0: <laughs>
1: condom cookies, and condom.
2: Escrot? Not escargot. There we go. Cooked with (laughs) butter. What's escargot? That's snails. Okay, we need to get out of this because all I can think of at the moment is the snail trail. (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. I just want to do a quick update. I don't know if I've spoken about this at all on the podcast, but I'm getting emails and have been getting emails for years um, from another Rachel Corbett, another Rachel Corbett that has clearly has a similar email address to me. I often get updates of of things that she's doing at university. She ordered two pizzas and a garlic bread the other night, and I thought, God, you know, what do I felt like writing to her and saying, "Don't do this to yourself. Have a salad." You You know, I've she she bought a wedding ring, and I got the email receipt for it. There's a whole bunch of things. Hang on,
1: she's getting her own email wrong. Yeah, I thing. know. She's this is running the around the world getting her own email I wrong. I
2: can't work it out. And it's not like I'm getting emails all day, every day. Yeah. So there must be going to the right person. And I've contacted a number of her friends and said, could you please tell this person I'm getting her emails? And they said, yep, no worries. And then every so often one will slip through. And this morning I woke up and I opened my email. And I'm thinking, who's this Amy? I don't know this name. And the email said, come at me, bro. Unlimited access to the Doddmaster without being glared at like I'm growing a dick and four toes out of my face. Kind regards, Amy.
1: (laughs) What? So Rachel and Amy are having a -a tete-a-tete at the moment?
2: I have no idea what's going on. And I think, I mean, I don't know whether this is one of those emails that I shouldn't write back to because she might go, oh my goodness, this is so embarrassing. I've just told this woman I don't know to come at me with her four toes.
1: Okay, let's write back. Okay. Let's go, girl.
2: (laughs) No! Because who
1: knows, it could be anything from a ganlang shooting through to romance. Let's go, girl, and see what she writes back.
2: All right. Okay, I'll say, all right, let's go, girl. And in next week's podcast, I'll tell you whether I'm in a relationship with a woman.
1: (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach.
2: Very swiftly before we end, I've just wanted to say that you know I can. Um, I reckon if you gave me one way to find out whether I would like an individual or not, and I could only get them to do one activity, and I had to determine whether they were a good person or not, you know what I would do? I would put a set of escalators in front of them, and if they walked up it instead of standing there, I would like them. I inherently like people who walk up an escalator more than people who stand there. I think it's lazy. But you...
1: that's 95% of the population. I know, I know. The but world it's... stands because it's just a moment of
2: calm in an otherwise forward-moving world right You've been sitting all day at your desk, no doubt. Why don't you do a bit of exercise? Get up that escalator. Move it. Come on. Oh, Help. Well,
1: I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm so
1: sorry that escalators even exist. I know in your dream world there's only fire stairs and we've got to carry blocks of ice.
2: Mess up. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? <laughs> no, but you've now
1: officially said we're not friends anymore because oh. I'll take the
2: fing lift. All oh. oh, right, Sorry about that. Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Maybe I just can't be bothered doing story time anymore, but I am very much enjoying guests doing this, and everybody else seems to be enjoying it very much as well. Last week was Alan Jones. We've had regional radio man and the Love Muscle. Do you want to do Alan, or do we want to ask Alan again? Sorry, my sorry,
1: I'm unavailable. <laughs> I am too busy. It's ratings week, and I have to celebrate the popping of champagne corks. So some other flunky can step in and take the place.
2: Of me. Okay, thank you, Alan. Uh, what about should we invite Ian Whaley to do the. Read- well, it's funny
0: you <laughs> ask, Rachel because, in breaking news, I'm here to read Rachel's story time.
2: <laughs> Brilliant! And it's such late notice.
0: Well, what can I say? I'm always walking around just waiting to be asked. <laughs>
2: Um, Now, in this segment, I don't know if you know anything about it. No. No, good. Um, We often uh, will read a rude story and then we will replace the rude words so as not to tarnish your reputation.
0: Understandable. I've been nominated for many, many awards.
2: Yes, uh, with a word that will cover up the rude words. Okay,
0: what have you got for me, Um, sister?
2: Good question. What are some of the things we've spoken about today? I don't
0: know. I wasn't listening (laughs) to the podcast. I previously said I was simply walking past. (laughs)
2: What about Escalator?
0: Yes, it's one of my favourite ones in the world, in breaking news. An escalator goes backwards.
2: (laughs) Uh, So all you have to do is read the story, and I'm pretty sure you've managed to pick up one we have read before. So um, to those individuals who'd like to email their complaints,
0: please refrain. It's not about the destination, it's the journey, Rachel. (laughs) In breaking news, this is a story called Meat Lava. (laughs) Small towns oh, are oh, a hell to grow up in when you're an 18-year-old virgin who knows everyone in the area. However, that will change the day I visited the butcher. Oh, shit! <laughs> the bell on the shop's front door was broken, so nobody heard me enter. There were no customers, and there was no one at the counter either. I heard noises from the back room, so I went to investigate. I saw Chicken Farmer Barry nuts deep <laughs> in the butcher's <laughs> wife. Against a cold room wall. I gasped and he turned his head. When he saw me, Barry stopped only for a second to whisper to Tina and they beckoned me over. She turned around. She pulled down my pants. Oh, sugar. And went to work. On my escalator. The whole thing, escalator, escalator, <laughs> in and out, escalator. It wasn't long before I escalator, escalator, escalator. On, yep, okay. She, no. I kept going because I was harder than kangaroo jerky. (laughs) Barry entered Tina's escalator while I lay on the cold room floor while she guided my, okay. Barry and I coordinated our thrusts between Tina's little yelps. I, yep, okay. <laughs> Six months later, I moved to the Big Smoke. <laughs> but I sure miss the friendly service of a country butcher. <laughs> Thank you. My career is now officially over.
2: <laughs> See you next week. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Welcome to Macau.